From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, I'm glad we're back for another interesting episode and a, another great conversation between us. How are you? Uh, um, I'm doing great, Steve, and I always enjoy our conversations and seeing where they take us. Absolutely. And um, one thing that you'll know if you listen to this show a lot is that James and I, are we met basically on AV in the AM and a lot of the conversations that we have have a AV in the AM inspiration. And we've also had Chris Netto on a few episodes back. So check those out if you haven't listened to them. Um, uh, they were probably two of our most popular episodes, but we recently had a conversation on uh, Sunday morning about um, the idea of uh, how do you recognize all the role players on a team? So um, Chris tried to use a sports analogy, which he did very well. And it was the beginning of baseball season. So we, he was talking about how do you, uh, although, it, you know, a team is made up of 10 player, nine players in baseball, 11 players in football. And so, and, uh, you know, how, how do you, um, acknowledge the role that each player plays, even if you're not the star or you're not in a position that gets the fame and, and gets the, the recognition. And, um, you know, sometimes that's the salesperson. Sometimes that's the, the, um, person who's the last one, the, the, the closer on the project, if you will, that, that gets the, the punch list knocked out and, you know, sometimes that's the, the designer, if it's a unique design, but, but where does the programmer fit in? You know, how, how often does the programmer get recognized? So that that's kind of the spin that James and I thought we'd take today. And, um, James, I, I'll, um, ask you this, um, when you're working on a project and, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, programming is not always thought of, uh, from the beginning. And, and usually we, oh, we kind of have to be called upon to, to um, fill in the gaps, make things work, but that's not always the job that gets the glory. So, so, you know, what, what, what motivates you to do that? And, and is there something that should change to make that be better recognized? Um, to, how do I get motivated? is that's a self driven for me um i i i like to make things that aren't working work uh so really the motivation there to me is myself drive to get it to work um i and thinking of programmers in natural are not glory seekers they're n they don't want to be the stars for the most part you always have your outliers um i kind of chopped this up to a uh, a movie line uh, um from the movie swat they like a manning officer and is talking to uh, one of his recruits that he's bringing it in the guy was in the military and he kept asking him well, what did you do when you were in service? And the guy response was, 
my commanding officer always said, if anyone knew what we did, we failed. And that was kind of what I took it up as too. It was like, if people knew I was doing AV here at the university, it meant there was a problem with the AV, mainly the code. So if I failed at my job, now, no, that is not true. It's not, oh, they only know me because there's a lot of issues that we know that's not true. Um, but that's kind of the way I addressed it. And it kind of went where people really shouldn't know me. The technology should just work and not be a hindrance to them. Um, so really the way I feel is programmers to get recognition as almost like the, the attaboy. It was like, yo, you made this project. You, you brought this project together. Um, and because really, hate to say, without coding, you have a lot of buttons to hit and it becomes cumbersome to use systems. So really the codes kind of, the programmers are the ones who are holding the systems together to streamline things. I know salespeople are probably yelling at me right now. Everyone's a valuable member of the team. And I was, I'm not a big one for stars. Um, again, goes back to the whole um, programming uh, mentality of being in the shadows. Um, so way I like to, again, chop it up, not the whole movie quote, but at, I think it was a recent men's World Cup. If you look at the final two teams, I'm trying to remember the one team, but the, it was Costa Rica and forget who the other team was. Costa Rica was not a powerhouse team. They didn't have name talent. They didn't have the Messi and the Ronaldo and you, the, the star players on their team. They played as a team. And in fact, I read that um, they did bring in, they, had, they were going to bring in this one guy who was a semi-name person, kind of big, in the Premier League, I believe it was, and the coach went to him and goes, you're going to be my number one off the bench. And the guy responded, I'm not a sub. The coach goes, go home. And he didn't play, didn't make it through the World Cup. Like, he thought he was better than the team. And I think that's where I like to look at is it's the value as a team. We all move forward. We all move backwards together. And uh, that's kind of how I value programming is that's where I get my motivation, my joy, my recognition. I don't need my name in print or awards coming my way. They're nice. I admit it's even what 20, 2000, 21, I think it was where I was nominated as AV professional of the year or maybe, no, sorry, 2020, uh, 21 was just recently. Um, it was great to be nominated. Now I don't, uh, but again, it wasn't something I seeked after or think I deserved. There's tons of great people out there. I like to be in the shadows. Long answer to a single question. No, it's, it's, it's interesting because I think that's probably the personality of a lot of programmers. And actually one of the things that I mentioned um, during that Twitter conversation is that you know, I'm a big fan of personality types. I, I do a session on that. And 
And um, one of the aspects of that is that um, if you're a certain personality type, you need that public recognition and you need that motivation and you need the the those uh, pats on the back and the and the compliments because that's what drives you and and it, it's important for for you to win awards and recognition because that's just who you are and how you're wired and but on the flip side it's not for everybody as you mentioned so i think person programmers as well as some others in the industry prefer to be low key they prefer for somebody to to acknowledge them in private or just hey, give them a, a note saying thanks, or just um, give them um, the, you know, a quiet praise versus being put on a pedestal. And, and it's very much uncomfortable, honestly, for those people that don't like that. It almost would work as a negative and, and be demotivational if they were acknowledged in a way that they that didn't suit them and because it would make them very uncomfortable and and a lot of people don't realize that so what you said i think it's really insightful um i i just want to follow up with that and say is are we doing ourselves an injustice as programmers by not trying to seek the spotlight more because if you know a lot of times you know and i think this is part of why we got together and why we do the show and why we're trying to build community is we're trying to gain recognition and understanding for what we do and the value of what we do and and how we can help do what we do better um so are we doing ourselves a disservice by not trying to grab the spotlight more or and you know and, or maybe there's another way that we can do that i i'm just curious because it, it, it almost seems like there's they're, they're kind of competing forces there. I think they are, and I, I agree. I think we are, in a way, doing a disservice by not seeking that out because we can't truly show our value because what we do is underlying. Um, the way I kind of chop it up in a classroom is – if you're sitting there explaining the cost of the equipment, and it's not even going to the programming side, but just going to the cost of the equipment, an end user can understand the difference between a very cheap, dim-looking projector over a high-quality, bright projector. They can physically see the change. Uh, you can show them those changes. You can show them the value they're getting with the money they're spending on the more higher-end equipment. We can't do that code. So how are we showing our value? It's like people are looking at us as a line item and going, well, why am I spending 50 grand, say the random number in my head, for a programmer? Like, where's that value? Where's my value at? Where my where is that at? And because we're not the seeker of this spotlight, people were even like under we're underseen, we're under value, I I feel. And we know that hey, we make it look easy, but that's because we spent all the hard work to make it look easy and we learn what we need to do. Um, without going for the spotlights. So it's, it, I do feel we do a disservice. So um, how do we change that 
not in regard to um, you know saying that we need to be different, but what can we do to draw more attention, I guess, to what we do and the value we do because we I think we all want the recognition in some regard and the respect. I think it's maybe the respect than the recognition, the respect for what we do and the and the value put on the importance of what we do. It may not be us, but we want there to be um, an acknowledgement of, hey, you know what? Like you said, you made this easy, but it's hard work to make something easy. And and that that's I think something that that needs to be thought about, and and there may, maybe needs to be more of um, a concerted effort on the part of people like us. You know, maybe it's writing, maybe it's getting involved in more podcasts, maybe it's figuring out a way to demonstrate to the audience teaching at a at an event um, how what we do, what goes into what we do, and why it's so important. Um, I, I would say, because a lot of programmers' personality, probably the best way to do that is to get champions. Um, we have, there are people out there, uh, I'll use myself as an example, I'm more of a outgoing person. I am a shyer person. I do tend to keep to myself, but I don't mind putting myself out there. There are programmers who will not put themselves out there. Uh, we know you guys are listening, but you never comment. Like, come on, guys. Um, so get into those champions, get those champions. Um, it may be, you know, your boss, your supervisor, who is not a programmer, who but understands, I hope, your value that you bring to your team, and then get the those um those spotlight seekers who will share the spotlight you know maybe not point it at you um if that makes you uncomfortable but we'll say hey you know this project might not have gone as well if steve did not provide the programming now didn't put the spotlight on steve you know it's say hey well but it kind of say hey you know he was a valuable member of this team to bring this project together um so sing, you got to find champions, I feel, probably the best way, the people who will be the squeaky wheel for you. I like that, actually. I think that's a, a good good uh, place for us to wrap this up because I think that that's a, it's a really good uh, call to action on two parts. One, as you mentioned, hey, we know you're listening and you want to, to um, make a little change but you need somebody to help you with that voice because it's uncomfortable and it may not be who you are. And I think one of the things that you and I are trying to do, and not that, as you mentioned, where we may be more outgoing than others, but we're also not as outgoing by nature as, uh, as extroverts, let's say, but, but, the, but we we're trying to make more of uh, a name for the importance of what programmers do and provide more, uh, understanding and recognition and and clarity to the value and and the challenges and, and that's kind of probably a good way of us wrapping this up you know it, it really comes back to why ask the programmer exists so uh, thanks for pointing that out um, how, how do people get in touch with you and learn more about what you're up to and uh, 
continue the conversation. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter, AB underscore James King. I'm on LinkedIn. Don't use it much. I am a HEPMA board member. So anything with HEPMA, um, I'm involved there. And then I do write for the AB digital magazine, the IT and AB column. Uh, but definitely we want to hear from you guys, reach out, send us a message. Uh, so if you don't want to be in the spotlight, hopefully we can help bring value to you by being that light for you. I like that. Um, for me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media. I do uh, write for AV Network. Um, and I also write for my company blog at controlconcepts.net. And um, also a host of another podcast called uh, State of Control on avnation.tv. So if you like what you hear and you also want to hear more in a different format, um, tune in there. Um, and as James said, um, we, we want to try to be that voice. Uh, so please reach out and, and provide feedback and, and uh, let us know that you're listening and share an episode. And uh, th this is a, a great way for us to, to help to, to create more visibility for what programmers do and the value they provide. And as we mentioned at the top, uh, check out AV and the AM with uh, our friend Chris Netto on Sunday mornings. If you like Twitter, it's a great, uh, interesting chat. It's kind of like reading the Sunday paper of, of AV and you get to uh, join in or just listen, um, but it's a good way of catching up on some of the uh, discussion topics in the industry. So that's Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern. Uh, with that, this has been Ask the Programmer.